School's out. I lost a kid. I'm negligent. You're supposed to be the born dependable one. This is an unsanctioned field trip. I'm not doing jail time for you. And the emotions are running high. This cannot be the way that our story ends. I'm Jared Hall from Entertainment Weekly, and here's what to watch on Tuesday, April 12th. We are counting down today's top three must-see picks from TV and movies. But first, your entertainment headlines. Lightning, apparently, does strike twice. Following the age of Logan Lerman's Percy Jackson films, Walter Scobell, the 13-year-old breakout star of Netflix's The Atom Project, has been cast as the titular demigod in the upcoming Disney Plus TV series. Percy Jackson and the Olympians author Rick Reardon made the announcement on his website Monday, saying, quote, Walter Scobell is an incredibly talented young man who blew us away with his audition tapes for the role of Percy. Many of you recently discovered how great Walker is when you watched his movie The Atom Project, in which Walker lit up the screen as a younger version of Ryan Reynolds' character. We were fortunate enough to audition Walker months before that movie came out, but the film only confirmed what we all already knew about his talent. And they have done a great job, by the way, at keeping this info under wraps. Reardon shared the big news with Scobell in January over Zoom. Christopher Lloyd and Rachel Lee Cook will lead the cast of a movie set in the popular Spirit Halloween stores. The appropriately named family kids adventure Spirit Halloween centers on three middle school friends who think they've outgrown trick-or-treating. But when a new Spirit Halloween store appears in a deserted strip mall, they make a dare to spend the night locked inside the store on the night of Halloween. They soon find out that the store is haunted by an angry evil spirit who has possessed the creepy animatronic characters, and the kids embark on a thrilling and spooky adventure in order to survive the night and avoid becoming possessed themselves. The movie has already finished filming and is slated for an October 2022 release. And a familiar face is returning to National Treasure. Disney Plus announced that Justin Bartho will return to guest star in the upcoming original series of the same name, reprising his fan-favorite role of everybody's favorite nerdy sidekick, Riley Poole. In the film series, Poole was a valuable, if not slightly awkward, companion to Nicolas Cage's Ben Gates, serving up not only jokes, but historical and tech knowledge. The new National Treasure series focuses on Jess, played by Lisette Alexis, a young dreamer who recruits her friends and embarks on the adventure of a lifetime to uncover the truth about her family's mysterious past and save a lost Pan-American treasure. For more on those stories, plus other news, reviews, interviews, and more, head on over to EW.com. All right, folks, don't split just yet because it is time for our top three picks, starting with, of course, number three, This Is Us. After last week's heartbreaking episode, the NBC drama continues to put us through the emotional ringer with tonight's entry, Katobi, which follows the titular couple and their relationship through several years on the way to the divorce that we all know is coming. If last week saw Kate and Toby hit the breaking point in their marriage, this week is the breakdown, and it's not gonna be pretty. Here is a clip from the episode. I'm sure she'll be here any minute. Traffic this time of day can be so unpredictable. Yeah. We've been coming here for six months. She knows how long it takes to get here. 
Hi. Sorry I'm late. The taxi teacher cornered me at pickup. And then he guilted me into buying a new class bird. So anyway, um, I did my best. Sorry. Sure you did. What is that supposed to mean? Toby, it seems like you're having feelings about Kate being late. I'm having feelings about Kate being late again. You know, you could be on time if you wanted to. You don't have to spend 20 minutes talking to Jack's teacher every time you pick him up. First, I am polite to our children's teacher because the way that I treat them impacts the way they treat him. Something you might know if you ever spend a second longer at his school than you have to, right? <laughs> okay. Wow, so now I'm not spending enough time at Jack's school. Good to know. Another secret test about our kids that I didn't know I was failing. I am really so tired of this. Every day. It's just like a different version of the same fight. It's like we are trapped in a hellish version of Groundhog Day. Diane, you've met a lot of miserable couples. Some make it, some don't. In your professional opinion, which kind are we? Okay, first, she's not a magic eight ball, Toby. Okay, and maybe if you actually listen when we come here, we might be in a different spot, okay. right? Okay, you, you know what? Screw it. You can come late, I can leave early. Ugh, we warned you. This is going to be a tough episode to watch. And executive producer K.J. Steinberg is doubling down on that warning, but she teases that fans will ultimately come to understand Kate and Toby's breakup. He moves through time in a way that is, gives you a scope that will really help you understand. It really earns what we've all been afraid. Will they be able to earn splitting up? You can see how it plays out on This Is Us, starting tonight at 9 on NBC. Number two. If we have learned one thing about Pam Hupp from NBC's The Thing About Pam, it's that she loves to spin a story. But how does her story end? Well, we will find out with our number two pick, tonight's finale of the limited true crime series. But first, we spoke with star Josh Dumel, who portrays Joel Schwartz, the attorney who defended Russ Faria, who Pam framed for the murder of his wife, Betsy. It was one of the more difficult jobs that I've had, to be honest, because there was so much legalese. There was, you can't, you can't really go off book at all. You have to kind of stay right. You have to be kind of word perfect. And if you jump off the rails a little bit, it's hard to steer it back on. And so I really, really had to work hard to make sure that I knew this stuff inside and out. And some of those cross-examinations of Pam were just, because she was such a tr slippery little thing. <laughs> It was, it was like I had to keep him, I had to not only psychologically battle what she was trying to do, but also word things in a way that would bait her into taking something so that I could make a point. Well, in real life, Faria was exonerated, and Pam is currently behind bars for a different murder, and she's currently awaiting trial for the death of Betsy. Truly a twisted tale and you don't want to miss how it wraps up on tonight's the thing about pam finale at 10 o'clock on nbc 
It's trivia time. Early in her career, Renee Zellweger, who plays the Pam in The Thing About Pam, starred in a late entry in what slasher movie franchise? Friday the 13th, A Nightmare on Elm Street, or The Texas Chainsaw Massacre? Stick around for the answer, and our number one pick, What to Watch, will be right back. Hey everyone, I'm Sid Evans, Editor-in-Chief of Southern Living and host of Biscuits and Jam. Since 2020, I've been interviewing musicians, chefs, authors, and other Southern icons about their family traditions, their faith, their favorite meals, and of course, what it means to be Southern. And I'm excited to announce Season 5 of our award-winning podcast. Join me every Tuesday for new conversations with some of the most interesting and influential Southerners around. Be sure to follow Biscuits and Jam wherever you get your podcasts. You can also find us online at southernliving.com slash biscuits and jam. Welcome back to EW's What to Watch. Calling all mystery lovers and British TV fans, the new series Why Didn't They Ask Evans, based on the Agatha Christie classic and written and directed by Hugh Laurie, is now streaming on BritBox, starring Will Poulter and Lucy Boynton in a three-part tale of a mysterious death in a remote Welsh town. Well, when he's not making them, we wondered what shows and movies he's a fan of, so we asked Will Poulter, what you watching? At the moment, I'm watching a lot of Top Chef. Um, I recently finished Kwame Onwuchi's book, uh, Notes from a Young Black Chef. That got me into Top Chef, and I haven't left the Top Chef rabbit hole. I've been watching virtually every series since uh, 13, where Kwame appeared. I'm also watching uh, Bo Burnham's Inside. I've watched that close to 10 times now, and now I'm just kind of listening to the soundtrack just because I, I love it so much. Um, and I've been checking out um, Yellowstone as well, which I think is a, a great new series. So yeah, kind of a bit of a healthy balance, I would say, with maybe arguably too much food. Uh, I'm watching a lot of Top Chef. It's pretty Top Chef heavy at the moment. You know what? Absolutely nothing wrong with that. New episodes of Top Chef are currently airing Thursdays at 8 o'clock on Bravo, and you can stream old seasons on Hulu and Peacock. You can also find Yellowstone streaming on Peacock, and Bo Burnham Inside is streaming on Netflix. Alright, who is ready for a field trip? It's time to step out of the classroom with our number one pick today, Abbott Elementary's Season 1 finale. The episode will find the teachers and students out and about in Philadelphia on the school's annual zoo trip. At an event celebrating the series finale last week, series creator and star Quinta Brunson says it was a great opportunity, not just for the cast and crew to switch things up a bit, but also take the audience on a little adventure. And by the way, it is a true example of art imitating life. That's what you do at the end of a school year in Philadelphia. You go to the Philadelphia Zoo. So it was another time, another opportunity for us to uh, bring the beauty of Philadelphia into the landscape of our show. The only challenge was, like the rest of us, the kids were out of the school for the first time. So our kids who are very, um, you know, our kids are really 
green. A lot of them had never acted before. And a lot of them, even the ones who had acted before, were kind of like, oh my God, when they come to Abbott, when they come to the Warner Brothers and they come to the yeah, school, yeah. they really look at it like they're coming to school. They're like, ah, we're out of the school, we're on a field trip, blah, blah, blah. So they were kind of running around to gather them. We always have to kind of be real teachers and like, be like, hey, 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 come in, stop running, doing that kind of stuff. Yeah. But at the same time, our cast even got zany. Like when we get out of the school, <laughs> we also were wild. So yeah, it, was yeah. just, it was fun. Not going to lie, that sounds like a pretty fun day at work. Abbott Elementary has quickly become a fan favorite. My hand is raised very high and a critical darling with its debut season and has already been greenlit for season two. You can join the zoo on ABC Tonight at 9. And if you need to catch up, and I highly recommend you do, it is a super easy binge. All episodes are available on Hulu. And finally today, the answer to our trivia question. Early in her career, the thing about Pam star Renee Zellweger starred in a late entry in what slasher movie franchise? Friday the 13th, A Nightmare on Elm Street, or The Texas Chainsaw Massacre? If you know that Zellweger grew up in the Lone Star State, that might have been a pretty good hint. The answer is The Texas Chainsaw Massacre. After a few minor roles, the actress starred in Texas Chainsaw Massacre, The Next Generation which also featured Matthew McConaughey. Originally released in 1995, the movie was re-released two years later after the two of them became major stars. But, by the way, it still made less than $200,000 at the box office. Talk about a financial massacre. Well, that is our show for today. We will have more news and must-see picks for you tomorrow, so be sure to follow or subscribe to What to Watch so you don't miss our daily recommendations, more of which can be found at EW.com. I'm Senior Editor Jared Hall. You can find us on Twitter at EW and at Jared Hall. Thanks so much for listening, and have a great day. What to Watch. What to Watch is written by Tyler Aquilina and Callie Shep, edited and produced by Joshua Heller, hosted and produced by Jared Hall, and executive produced by Chanel J.